When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Yeah, Sports Hockey Podcast, Justin Cuthbert hanging out with you about 10 days before the end of the regular season and the start of the playoffs. And I think when assessing what's important, the most intriguing team to watch over the next week and a half or so has to be the Vegas Golden Knights. They had a huge victory Wednesday night over the Washington Capitals. And shout out to Alexander Ovechkin, who reached 50 goals for the ninth time in that loss. But it was Shea Theodore who wanted an overtime for Vegas, putting two points in the bag for the for the Golden Knights. And they are just two points back now with four games to play in the race for the final wild card or Pacific Division spot. The Dallas Stars have a game in hand in the race for the wild card, in addition to being two points ahead. But Vegas still has a lot of control over what goes down over the next 10 days or so. But the result of the game and what it means for the postseason race steps towards getting into the playoffs in a season and salvaging a season that carried with it so much expectation isn't as interesting as what happened you know, underneath the surface, the subplot of that game and of that night in Vegas. Because what we have after that game is another DeBoer versus a starting goaltender situation shaping up another Photoshop opportunity. So Pete DeBoer hammered Robin Leonard for his role in a 3-2 loss to the Devils the previous night, a very consequential loss for the Vegas, Vegas Golden Knights. They were, of course, able to make up for it a little bit with the win over Washington. But still, Pete DeBoer went after him and then went back to him for the game against Washington. Leonard, in the first period, made 12 saves on 13 shots. It was deadlocked at one after the first period. You know, nothing really to write home about. But to start the second period, Logan Thompson, who DeBoer suggested was the team's most consistent netminder, and keep in mind Laurent Bressois has been unavailable due to injury, and who was the team's start, like third netminder by a far margin entering the season. Like it was Leonard and it was Brussois after the flurry regime ended. It was Thompson who came out for the second. And it was Thompson who ended up winning that game. Now, again, Leonard had only given up one goal on 13 shots in a competitive first period. This was DeBoer's reasoning for making that change. And I quote, the decision to start we pay him to start games like this. It's the most important time of year. He's healthy. He's fresh. He's got a lot of energy and we need him at this point in the year. After the New Jersey game, I felt like I wanted to give him an opportunity to bounce back and have a big game for us on the decision to change. I really liked our start. 
We gave up that first goal, and I thought we looked like a team that was rattled for the rest of the period. I was just trying to switch some momentum, reset ourselves, and get ready for the rest of the game. Okay. So that may be how he feels. That may actually be the reality, too. The team could be not responding to Leonard or responding to Thompson, something of that nature. And Leonard hasn't been great. This has been his worst season since he left Buffalo, clearly. However, the more likely scenario, I think, here, and based on what we've seen historically, is that DeBoer's main weakness as a coach, his Achilles heel as an NHL head coach, is the management of his netminders. I mentioned the new shiny toy earlier. That Leonard was that, right? Leonard was the new shiny toy because it was once Fleury's regime. This isn't the first time that DeBoer has turned on a netminder. He turned on Marc-Andre Fleury. We know that story. We know how that went down with Fleury and Alan Walsh. DeBoer preferred Leonard over Fleury two years ago. Walsh took exception to that, released the Photoshop to end all Photoshops, at least in terms of NHL Twitter. And it was sort of, it looked like that was the end. It was look, it looked like DeBoer preferred Leonard and that's the way it was going to go. It was as though DeBoer had betrayed like the greatest and most important player in the Vegas Golden Knights young history and that it was over. Like that was the one, that was just his preference. That was the organization's preference. That's why they went out and got Leonard in the first place and they were ready to move on from Fleury. But then DeBoer had to go back to Fleury because Robin Leonard last season was largely unavailable due to injury as well. Fleury goes on to win the Vesna trophy. He carried the load in the playoffs all the way to the third round. And yet Vegas still decided because they had already made up their mind, right? That it was time to trade him. That not cashing in on a value or an asset that had increased value. They literally just dumped him on the Chicago Blackhawks because they felt they were spending too much on goaltending and they preferred the cheaper, but I think they believed more capable Robin Leonard. So this is a pattern. Flurry to Leonard, now Leonard to Thompson. DeBoer has been far too quick to blame issues and disappointments that the organization and team has suffered on his netminders since he ironically became the shiny new toy himself when management chose him over Gerard Gallant, despite all the success that Gerard Gallant had with the original Misfits, going to the Stanley Cup final in year one and having success after that. The thing is, though, despite what DeBoer might believe to be true, the level of ability from Leonard or excuse me, from Flurry to Leonard to Thompson, it decreases with every reflexive decision he's made as he seems to outsmart himself. It is possible that Thompson is the best option, but he doesn't have the same ceiling. And can Thompson help Vegas accomplish its ultimate goal here in this season that carried with it so much importance, as I mentioned, eyes on winning the Stanley Cup? I don't think so. Leonard could maybe do that if he was at the peak of his powers. Suddenly, it's become about the bare minimum making the playoffs when it's never been about the bare minimum ever in Vegas. Elsewhere. Has Austin Matthews left the door open here on the MVP discussion? Or more specifically, have the Maple Leafs left the door that open? Matthews will sit out a third straight game Thursday in Tampa. He'll have gone since his last goal, about two weeks if he gets in the lineup and he scores in his next game. 
And the other thing is that the Leafs not only have won in his absence, but they've been dominant while Austin Matthews has been on the shelf, albeit very briefly here. He's still the overwhelming favorite to win the Hart Trophy, uh, but it doesn't seem like that's a lock in it anymore. So who could come in and take advantage if Matthews indeed sits longer than three games, four or five, maybe through the rest of the regular season? Who could take advantage? Well, Connor McDavid is considered second right now, at least in the odds. And the thing about that, though, is that the Oilers are winning right now and playing exceptional hockey but they have been doing so without McDavid being completely out of his mind. I think he's just, just, he's got five goals in his five points rather in his last five games and has been very good, but it hasn't been all Connor McDavid in this late season resurgence for Edmonton elsewhere, Jonathan Huberdeau and Johnny Goudreau are other guys that should be in the conversation, but they're plus 1600 where I saw them this morning in the Hart trophy odds. They rank second and third in the NHL in scoring. I think a roll in the dice on, maybe both of those players would be a smarter play, at least from a betting standpoint right now with the uncertainty around Matthews. And the fact that the Oilers are not just leaning on Connor McDavid to do everything for them at this moment in time, a special final five games from either Goudreau or Huberdeau, I think could be enough with Matthews shelved and this balance that the Oilers have found over the last couple weeks to a month. Uh, one more note on the Leafs who are likely competing in a postseason preview versus Tampa. I'm with Charles Barkley in the O-Dog. If Matthews returns this season and looks normal, scores goals, that would be normal. And Jack Campbell continues to play the way he's played recently. I think the Leafs win in round one. I think they beat Tampa, and I think they do it decisively. But we're going to break all that down next week. Last note, and it's a simple one. Free Al Sabatka. If you haven't seen it, the longtime former Detroit Red Wing Zamboni driver, who is 68, was fired for peeing into a Zamboni drain in the Zamboni garage at Little Caesars Arena. Uh, there was a bathroom nearby, uh, but Savaka alleges that, and he's filed a lawsuit that alleges, versus the Red Wings, by, mind you, alleges that he suffers from benign prostatic hypertrophy, which causes frequent and uncontrollable needs to urinate. Uh, he was fired about two weeks after being found urinating in that drain. But here's the thing. The guy's a lifer. He started as a 17-year-old at Olympia Stadium in 1971. He's waved the octopus around countless times in big games for the Detroit Red Wings. If this is the first time he's peed into a drain, let the man off with a slap on the wrist. Besides, and to quote the great George Costanza, it's all pipes. That's it for today. Playoffs around the corner. Thank goodness. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.